From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. Welcome to the Desert Scene. We're so excited today to uh, be talking with Jeff Barnett. He's uh, a new buddy of mine, um, the partner of Charles Herrera, a gentleman I've known for years. And this guy is just really amazingly talented and funny and cool. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Hey, Bonnie. Good morning. How are you? Good, good, good. So, you know, Brian was asking me earlier, I, you know, I know, I don't know that much about your background. So this is going to be fun for me. So, so tell so us. This is going to be my resume? Yeah, kind of. Well, the, <laughs> the, the, short, resume. the shorter version. Welcome to radio resumes. <laughs> <laughs> so are you from New York originally? I don't even know that. Are you? I am a native Los Angelino. Ah, I know. Okay. I know look, people want to touch me because they can't believe there actually really is yeah. one. So, um, so tell me, tell me about now. Did you know from a, when you were a kid that you wanted to perform, or how did you? How did your career start? Yeah, it actually, I think it all kind of started when I was a Cub Scout, and um, and I was the den leader, and I led my den through a strip tease to Love Potion Number Nine. That got me kicked out of the. Cub Are you Scout. serious? But, but that's how that launched my career. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Start somewhere. <laughs> so you were always kind of a ham and performing as a little kid? Yeah, yeah. My first part was Old King Wentzless with my Cub Scout troop. And uh, and then I started in junior high. I started getting up on the stage. Yeah. And I won Best Supporting Actor for The Importance of Being Earnest. Okay. And uh, I was the only nominee, but... <laughs> <laughs> So that was that was an easy win. I liked that one. Um, and then I went to a really good uh, high school uh, up in uh, Clayton Valley High School in Concord, California. Great teacher uh, who we did master classes with ACT and, and Berkeley Rep. Wow! And we we didn't even do musicals. I wasn't in singing at that point. I was mm. I was an actor. Mm-hmm. You know, we did Shakespeare and and, and uh, that sort of thing. And uh, and I really it was really great training. And uh, but it was actually my senior year. I started to sing. I saw Godspell, the movie, mm. and then I, the touring company was coming, and so I went and saw that, and then there was auditions, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so I went and auditioned, I did my first musical, Godspell, up in Walnut Creek, and uh, went on from there. I did show after show after show. I went professional with Les Miserables in wow. San Francisco, in the original company of that, mm-hmm. and, and a different millennium, and... <laughs> And uh, that, that's what really launched my career. And uh, so I've done a lot of musical theater uh, and some plays, uh, but mainly musical theater. Now, I was a rock singer briefly. You were a rock singer brief, briefly, you said? Yeah, yeah, from my early 20s. I had a, I had a wild hair. So it's like I uh, was in a couple rock bands. And one of them did really well. Uh, we were playing uh, major clubs in San Francisco. Now, was your, uh, was your family supportive of this from, from the beginning? Not really. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, they couldn't believe that I could sing. Okay. You know, because none of them, none of them can, can carry a tune. Well, okay. my dad can, but uh, I guess the voice had to come from somewhere. So that's my, that'd be my dad. But um, yeah, you know, I kind of I had to forge it on my own because they didn't really understand the, this this business. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and uh, you know, it's uh, they're supportive now, which is great. You know, they sort of came to understand it. Yeah. Now, did you, did you, I, I like to call them job jobs. Uh, did you have many job jobs in between all the performing as a lot of us did in the early days to pay the bills? Or did you, did you kind oh, of luck out? Yeah, actually, especially in my 20s. I was, um, I was usually rehearsing a show mm-hmm. and performing a show at night. And I worked uh, for a number of years at an alarm company. 
ah. dispatch. Okay. And I would work. I would work the graveyard shift, mm. and I would try to squeeze and sleep wherever I could. So it, it, it was kind of a twenty-four-to-seven kind of experience. But I was young then, and I could handle it. Yeah. You know. But uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's a you know got a. It sometimes these jobs don't pay that well. Right. You know, even even if you're professional. You know, if you're like in Los Angeles, they have what's called ninety-nine seat theater. Mm-hmm. You know, and they give they basically give you gas money. You know. Yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah. Now, did and you went to New York at some point, yes? Went to New York. I was actually, um, I met uh, an actor, uh, a man named Gary Beach, when I did Les Miserables in San Francisco. And uh, and we fell in love and uh, <clears throat> moved in together. And uh, he, had a, he had a rather great career mm-hmm. on Broadway. Um, he uh, was a three-time Tony nominee, and he won the Tony for the Producers, Mel Brooks musical. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we actually did go back to New York several times because of his job. And um, and of course, I wanted to work back there anyway. Um, but the funny thing is, I moved to New York and I started getting hired for around the country, like uh, worked many times in Houston at the end of the stars. Uh, that was Sacramento Music Circus. So I had to leave California to come back to California from New York mm-hmm. to work, which is funny. What, well, I always like to, I love, because I have a lot of friends, I, I'm a singer, I have a lot of friends that are performers. Do you have a uh, couple questions? Do you have a particular process? Do you vocalize every day, even if you don't have a, a show coming up? And do you always love to know if you have, you know, if you do a specific prayer or meditation or wear lucky socks or whatever before a show? I, um, in terms of prep, um, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm going to be, I'm kind of lazy when it comes to that, unless I'm actually doing something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, like, right, yeah, yeah, right now I'm vocalizing that sort of thing. I'm working on a show with Kitty Murray. Uh, so it's like, and I, and we're doing a lot of jazz. So I'm, I'm doing kind of prep in that direction to get my, get my jazz legs up, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, it's a, it's a different kind of singing. Yeah. Uh, 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 in terms of like a, Luck charm. Um, I just breathe. Um, okay. I, I I embrace the um, the nerves um, mm-hmm. because if you're not nervous, you should be nervous. Right. You know, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's there's performance level energy, and and you want that. You know, I don't care if it's if it's a sleepy part or whatever, but it's it's like you still have to have that that energy, especially for the stage. It's it just uh, because it shows. Not even can feel it. You know, you have that great relationship with your audience. Um, that it, it, um, it's just like a sharing of energy, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and so, yeah, I actually, I, I, I do breathing. Um, so I guess it's sort of a meditation, isn't it? I just yeah, focus and, sort of, and just, yeah. uh, and make sure that my breath is, is good. Yeah. Brian has a question for you. Know, you know, you're talking about nervousness yeah. and all that. Now that that kind of triggered a question in my mind, I was going to say that you've had such an extensive, interesting career. I wanted to know, what would you consider your biggest career risk? Like the riskiest thing you've ever done in your career? Because it seems like you've gone, you've done a lot of things. So I just want to, I want to know what is the biggest risk you've ever taken in your career? I'll tell you, um, let's see. Well, I'll, I'll I'll cite uh, Les Mis. Les Mis is a really great example. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I said, I went professional with it, but I was 29 years old and, um, I had a friend who went on audition for the original L.A. production, mm-hmm. and uh, he had straight blonde hair and that sort of thing, and they were just doing cattle calls. And he got, you know, groups of 10, you, 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 and the rest, see ya. Yeah. And they didn't even hear you sing. And he got typed out, and he went out in the parking lot and put dirt in his hair and tried to get back in. <laughs> and so I know. So when Les uh, Le Mis came knocking up in San Francisco, I had every intention of getting this part. 
And I had long blonde curly hair at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I straightened it. Uh, I had new head, uh, dyed a brunette. I mm-hmm. had new headshots done. I mm-hmm. frankly lied on my resume, said I was brunette. Yeah. And, uh, and that got me in. Wow. You know, and, uh, and five callbacks later, I got the job, but they hired me as a swing. Mm-hmm. And, and what's risky about that is that they even wrote articles about the swings of Les Mis because I actually, I covered uh, 10 guys and they each did between uh, 10 to, or 11 to 14 characters wow. uh, during the show. So yeah. I had to come up with like 140 characters. Wow. You know, you should have seen my costumes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty impressive. Few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had, it was a new experience because I'd never done that before. And then also I had to sort of learn how to do it. And that meant uh, breaking it down into math uh, initially mm-hmm. until it was in my bones. And, and then a month in. I knew I knew the show better than anybody. Yeah, and I could do anything, and it was fearless. It was e- easy to be fearless, especially with that show. Yeah, because you know we do a lot of things, including getting all shut up on a barricade. Um, yeah. So, uh, what? Uh, my, sort of dovetailing on that question, what's on your bucket list that you have not done, as far as what, maybe a role in a musical or a specific uh, performing venture? Well, you know. First of all, there's the shows that got away from you. I never was Pippin. I never mm-hmm. got to do hair. I never, you know, mm-hmm. I think I can list the ones that got away, and now I'm, you know, I bitched out on them. Um, I would certainly, I would love to revisit one in particular. I would love to revisit Follies. Uh, back mm-hmm. in my late 20s, I played young Ben, and, mm-hmm. uh, and now I'm old enough to play old Ben. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, I, I know. And um, I've aged in. Uh, yeah. Finally. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I would really love to tackle that because that would be like a full circle experience for me. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and it's on time, of course. So it's. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you write anything? Do you write uh, plays, music, lyrics, anything like that? I do. I actually back in my rock days, I I started writing uh, music and lyrics, and uh, I wrote some lyrics with my guitar player, uh, but then I started writing for myself as well. Um, I am with BMI, and actually one of the songs, my guitar player ran it and recorded one of my songs with his band, his later band, and uh, and that got published. So it's like, so I am a published uh, musician. Excellent. Super. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not writing anymore, but I need to feel inspired to do it. You know, something really needs to speak to me. Yeah. You and, just need uh, to go outside I, I, and see a bird, and then it speaks to you. Not that. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Just anything kidding. could be anything. Do you do you do you play piano? Do you play an instrument? Oh, you do play piano. I, I know that. Yes, you I, do. You, yes, you know that. Yeah, I do know I do that. Play piano. Yeah, yeah. I was I was actually trained. Uh, I had a great teacher, uh, but she was uh, strictly classical. She told me that you want to do that pop stuff, you do it on your own. And uh, wow. But yeah, I, I was actually when I stopped. Uh, uh, taking lessons from her, I was actually starting on the early uh, Mozart concertos. So it was. Um, I used to be pretty good. I'm. I can play now, and I do enjoy it. I mean, it's it's still my favorite instrument. And uh, but I, I never played guitar. I tried, mm-hmm. but I think because of the piano, I kept trying to put the piano onto the guitar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you What do you do? You mentioned uh, nerves a little bit. What do you do um, with Let's say you, it's one of the. I mean, we all have nerves from time to time, but then some. Sometimes it's worse than others. What do you do when you're feeling really when you get hit with big case of nerves before a big show? How do you handle it? Just breathe. Breathe. Yeah, and uh, you know what? It, it, you do have to be fearless. I mean, mm-hmm. anybody has to. 
you know, uh, to get out on that stage in yep. front of people, you know, and it's like, and I've certainly had my moments where things didn't quite work out the way I wanted them to. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give an example. I was, um, for a couple of years, I sang on Norwegian cruise lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had this big Hollywood review show, and I had a couple numbers in it. <clears throat> but uh, one of our other guys lost his voice, which is not unusual on a cruise ship because every week's a whole new set of germs. Yes. You know, yes. so, people, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of losing voices. And, uh, and so we all had to gang up and cover his tracks, uh, this one performance. Mm-hmm. And I got to the finale, which was he did the whole big finale when, you know, the, the, spots, the spotlights are flowing around, yeah. the music is like swelling, and it's like, ladies and gentlemen, he had this whole speech about, mm-hmm. you know, thank you. We'd like to thank the producers and the directors and the actors and blah, 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 and yeah. you, the audience. Well, I had to cover that part. And I came out, and he started off with that's entertainment. And I got to the top of the stairs. I said, the plot mega hot simply taming with sex. And that's as far as I got. <laughs> All of a sudden, I went sky high. I walked down the stairs. The music's playing. Mm-hmm. Lights are flashing. The audience is staring at me. <laughs> I walked right to the middle of the stage. And I just smiled. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure serving you. And I walked off. <laughs> that's all they got. <laughs> well, but I bet you there were some people that might have thought that was the way it was supposed to be. You know? I know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> now, I yeah, want, those, those are fun moments. I, now, I wanted to uh, ask you this before we, you know, of course, end the interview and all that. I wanted to ask you about your upcoming show on Runway if you wanted to provide any information, any previews, any song previews. Do you have a date? Yeah. Do you have a date and all that sort of stuff? I, we're, yeah, we're looking at January. We're still working out, you know, Siobhan... Uh, Velarde is, is the one who actually is handling yep. the entertainment. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're negotiating with her because she's also got a, a show she's putting up as well. So mm-hmm. we got to figure out when she's going to do hers and when we're going to do ours. It's Ours is meaning me and Kitty Murray. Yep. And, uh, you know, I talked about her earlier. And, uh, and we're really heading it off. We're doing some really cool jazz stuff. Think like Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross or Manhattan Transfer things. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really good with harmony. Yeah, and uh, and I'm I'm no no slouch there either. So we're gonna um, uh, do some really tight stuff. We have a we have a beautiful um, ballad that we're doing. That uh, I know a lot of people don't know the song, but they're they're gonna know it now. Uh, people are gonna be wow, how come I've never heard this before? Because that's how I felt when I discovered the song. Do you want to uh, give us a title? Or not? It's called the Ballad of the Sad Young Men. I sing that part, and she sings the lies of handsome men. Mm, and uh, that sounds interesting. Gorgeous mashup, and it, I mean, our biggest. Frankly, with that song, the, the hardest thing is going to be getting through it without crying. Crying, yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so moving. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to get this in before we, before we end, Jeff. I always love to ask performers, when you go see someone else, when you have a night off and you go see another performer, particularly yeah. a singer, like cabaret singer kind of thing, what do you look for? What are you hoping from them, to see from them? Uh, you know what? Uh Especially in terms of cabaret, a connection, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's like a, a personal story that happens up in cabaret in particular. You know, there's usually more story-centered songs. Uh, you know, I think of something saying like uh, Anne Hampton Calloway, mm-hmm. you know, and I love the fact she can swing a little bit and that sort of thing. And, and it's fun and, you know, the, it's convivial. But then also um, the moments. Yes. There's also moments that all of a sudden... It just sort of sits there and shimmers, and mm-hmm. uh, and there's a connection, you know, and that's what I, you know, it's not even the style of the music or the voice or that sort of thing. It's, it's the connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's that sort of uh, commiseration that we all experience when we, as being an audience and, and with a performer, right? you know. 
right. that shared that shared moment. Well, Jeff, this is in live theater, you know. Absolutely, Jeff. Bynum, do you have a website or something in case somebody wanted to find out more about you and where you're going to be in town? Anything do you want to get that you want to get us? I don't. I should pull one up though. Thanks okay. for thinking of it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. So we'll look forward to sometime in January. Uh, Jeff Barnett yeah. and Katie Murray at Runway. Thank you so much for being here with us. I've learned so much about you, and it was fabulous. I really this appreciate. Is terrific. It. I know. I, thank you. Thank you for for reaching out to me. Absolutely. Really Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, Jeff Barnett. Okay. We'll we'll see you guys next time on hey, the yeah. Desert Scene. Take care. <laughs>